0: Welcome to Big Blend Radio's California Sequoia Country Show, home to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks, Giant Sequoia National Monument and Sequoia National Forest, and the charming historic agricultural communities that make up Tulare County. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's first Thursday California Sequoia Country podcast with the Sequoia Tourism Council. It is the start of February, the month of February, Black History Month. And today we're going to be talking about the African-American experience in Tulare County, which again is up in the central California region. And, of course, go to the website, discoverthesequoias.com Any websites we talk about on the show today will be linked in the show notes, whether you're listening on YouTube or Spotify or Apple or any of the places, even Facebook. Um, You can just check it out there to, to follow up. But we've got some amazing guests joining us today. I'm going to start with Cynthia Kawasaki. She is from the Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks. And she's going to tell us a little bit about Colonel Young, Uh Colonel Charles Young. He is just, he's a hero, man. He is amazing. And um, I encourage you to go to nps.gov forward slash S-E-K-I. But welcome back. Cynthia, how are you?
1: Hi, Lisa. Happy to, have, happy to be here today.
0: Hey, this is great. I'm so excited to learn more about Charles Young. And um, as I remember, he is the first Black U.S. National Park superintendent, right? And it was in Sequoia National Park. He was like the acting superintendent, correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct. It was he was the acting superintendent for Sequoia National Park and General Grant National Park in 1903, uh, the summer of 1903. And General
0: Grant is what became Kings Canyon, right? That's right. Awesome. Awesome. OK, we're going to talk a little bit about him. He was also a Buffalo soldier, right?
1: That's right. Uh, there were only a few uh, African-American um Troops with the U.S. Army, and the U.S. Army actually were the stewards and administrators of the National Park Service between 1891 and 1913. And we were lucky enough to have a troop here the summer of 1903, led by Colonel Charles Young. So it's a really important piece of our of our history.
0: And he didn't he help with the road going from Three Rivers on up, you know, the gateway that entrance. Um, and three rivers. Is, didn't he help actually make that road happen all the way into the park into giant forest? Or am I twirled around?
1: He was completely uh, mainly responsible for access for that tourism access to the national parks, so that people could um, visit their national park. Uh, these parks were, you know, these parks became national parks in 1890. And so we went, you know, that was 10, you know 19, 1891 to 1903 every year we got an acting superintendent from the army and only about three to five miles had been really worked on and during that time and so when Charles Young was here he said um, we're gonna we're gonna do a lot of work and we're gonna get a lot of work done and my mission is to open access for visitation into these majestic parks and so he did that And he, you know, it was record-breaking. He accomplished more work that summer than had been done in years prior um, by Mm -hmm. multiple crews. And so it was just, he worked on what is now from the North Fork um, Road of Three Rivers up the Colony Mill uh, Trail. It's now the Colony Mill Trail up towards Crystal Cave and from all the way up Crystal Cave Road to Giant Forest, um, up the General's Highway and over to... Um, more rock and so there's a nice portion so as you now nowadays you drive up the general's highway so when you get to the crystal cave turnoff that highway the portion of the general's highway that you drive on from crystal cave all the way up to round meadow and then over to more rock road is still um the portion of the road that charles young was instrumental
0: and if you think about it back then like how much work that was like physical labor compared to today when we have you know all this machinery
1: you know mm-hmm. it That's takes crazy. us a lot longer to do less less mileage these days
0: with I know.
1: All the technology we have in place oh and he really was incredible
0: he was also uh, the first african-american to achieve the rank of colonel in, in the united states army and was the highest ranking black officer in the army until his death in 1922 and i read that um in 2022 so it is 100 year um You know, uh, you know, uh, since his passing, um, he was posthumously promoted to brigadier general. And that is amazing. But that was at West Point, which is pretty amazing. But it's a pity it wasn't when he was there, you know, around. But um, it's so important to remember people like Charles Young. And I think he is just so inspirational. It just seems like he just didn't let anything get in his way. You know, he was going to accomplish what he wanted.
1: And he did it. He really did. We often forget that he was born into slavery. So he started his life, you know, already really going through, just living through a tough, you know, time in this country and to go to an, you know, to a white high school and then to go and go to West, be accepted into West Point and being only the third African-American to graduate from West Point. Like he just accomplished so much in his life Mm -hmm. and was such a leader. Um, And, yeah he was a special human being
0: where in the park can you go and experience is there like a display in any of the museums like at lodgepole or giant forest or he needs a tree unless he has does he have a tree he He does have a tree
1: yes he has a tree and so interestingly while he was here his troops and also you know fans of his Um, from Mycelia wanted to dedicate a tree in his honor before he left uh, that summer and he said no I you know that's if you change your mind I'll I'm going to defer this nomination if you still feel this way in 20 years go ahead and name a tree after me but for now instead I think we should name a tree after Booker T. Washington and so during his time here he I believe named three trees one of those was Booker T. Washington tree which is still um in these parks but there is a colonel young tree located near auto log along the crescent meadow more rock road and uh so people can still go see uh, both the booker t booker t oh. washington tree which he actually named and then also the colonel young tree um in his honor
0: i want to go hug the tree I do I need I need some longer arms for that. That's for sure. I want. Thank you, uh, Cynthia. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more with you, too. But we have Donette Silver-Carter, the uh, Executive Director and CEO of the Tulare Chamber of Commerce. And you can go to tularechamber.org.
2: Welcome back, Donette. How are you? I am doing fantastic, Lisa. And it's always a great day when we get the opportunity to be on Big Blend and to chat about our region here in Tulare County and the Sequoias. I think it is always exciting
0: to chat with you, ladies and gentlemen on the show. We do have a gentleman joining us. Um, I think it's exciting because, you know, we uh really don't always get to talk about the Black history experience in Tulare County. And, um, you know, one thing that I love about your region is that it is multiculturally diverse. And I think um, we need to talk more uh, than we have over the years. And Mm -hmm. really get it so that people can understand some of the history of the people um, that have lived and worked in the area and continue to do so. And, uh, you know, I know it just you guys are so culturally diverse. It's it's a wonderful thing, really, for the you know, that really is
2: one of the things that I like um, about our region is that you have. The influence of so many different cultures here. Um, I'd love also that we have all these different cultural experiences that are available. For our residents and for visitors who come into the community with the various different kinds of activities that you will see that are representative of that great melting pot of various different cultures um, here in the community of Tulare and, of course, the entire region of Tulare County. And I can pretty much say that just about any time you're going to um you know, come visit our area, you're definitely um, going to have some type of an opportunity for a unique experience um, with culture or with some of the other offerings um, of the area, but most definitely culture. And we have so many different kinds of amenities that speak to the cultural blend here in Tulare County, you know, for our restaurants, the arts, um, various different kinds of things that you can go and do.
0: I, you use the word blend, so you know you're our best friend again, no, and you always yes. have been. You always have been. It's <laughs> not like, no, suddenly we didn't, no. No, but um, I, I oh. really love that about your region, and I think also in business. Um, are you seeing that happen in actual businesses
2: as well? Yeah, you see that because you have, you know, different kinds of flavors of the cultures, you know, within the community, and that is very exciting to us, and whenever we see something new, you know, that comes in um, to the area. Um, I mean, just a, for instance, um, the most recent is we have some folks from France, France who have opened a French cafe. Uh, It's called Eden Cafe right here next door to us here at the Tulare Chamber of Commerce. So as you look at the different restaurants that make up this region, you definitely can um, have your opportunity for those unique experiences of the different flavors of, uh, the representation of the ethnicities from our area, the people who have come here and chosen to to live um, in our communities here in Tulare County, it is it is that blend. Lisa definitely is that blend, um, and so you have a lot of great, uh, unique uh, restaurant experiences and shopping experiences and event experiences. Pretty much, you know everything you're looking for when you come and travel. Yeah, one place that uh, really, you know, was eye-opening to me
0: and incredible was Allensworth State Park. Um, And that's kind of like, just, is it south of, like it's west, like southwest of Porterville area? I don't know how to explain where it was Mm because we just went there. Um, Allensworth State Park, which is an independent and self-governed ranching and farming colony for free African-Americans. And it was created in 1908 and. I mean, this was a whole community with businesses. That's why I was getting into that commerce side of it, you know, barbershops, you know, there was a school, there was so many different things happening there. And, um you know, no, no one lives there now, but as a state park, they've really preserved this. And I think that we've had a few places like that across the country, but, um, for California that is amazing for people to go and step into that history and understand it so I encourage people to look at Allensworth as well when they come uh, to Tulare County and to that region and we'll talk a little bit more but I want to bring our other guests on we've got Patty Rocha the executive director of Tulare Historical Museum which is just a few doors down pretty much a few steps away from Donette's office in Tulare you can go to their website tularehistoricalmuseum.org but welcome Patty how are you? Good morning,
3: Lisa. Thank you for having me this morning.
0: Hey, we're excited to have you here because we hear like, you know, we're talking about events and and destinations. Um, You know, there's the parks. We're talking about Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks. Uh, We've also got Allensworth State Park, but your museum, along with other museums, like I know in Visalia, the Agricultural Museum, Porterville, um, all of the museums have some kind of African-American history in them, but you're going all
3: out here that you've got a nice big display for people. We do. We have been so fortunate this year uh, to celebrate our uh, African-American heritage here at the museum. Uh, The Hudson Institute of African-American Heritage and Global Arts Museum loaned us part of their exhibit here in Tulare, and it is just fabulous. It touches so much into the past of the history of the African-American people.
0: Mm. I, I do want to bring in uh Pastor Albert Hudson and his wife Martha. Uh Pastor Hudson, how are you?
4: Good morning. God bless hey. you. I, I'm I'm just, just fine. Thank you.
0: It's good to have you here and welcome Martha. How are you?
4: Great, thank you.
0: It's good to have you both here. So Pastor Hudson, um I heard that your museum was in Southern California, then you moved up to Central California. And um, now, part of your museum exhibits are now in Tulare Historical Museum. Can you tell us a little bit about um, those uh, pieces that are in on display right now?
4: On display is an array of uh, uh, African uh, African uh, artifacts. Uh, 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 a two hundred year old uh, shield, a warrior shield from the Side tribe, and mm-hmm. and we have uh, quite a few other. Portraits and artifacts, memorabilia, uh, figurines, uh, the works, and and uh, we're proud of, of this particular display. Uh, uh, the yeah, the uh, we put uh, we've been staging these types of art expositions uh, since two thousand seven, where we were uh, uh, in uh, on the central coast, uh, for that matter, in the city of Santa Maria and mm. and and uh here i am in the valley and we are looking for uh a facility uh to uh, to build uh to build uh, uh a museum uh that which represents uh, uh rep- represents uh, and shows uh uh, 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 uh uh shows the African American journey mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and yeah this is what it's all about that's what, that was one of our old uh, objective you know it was uh, it was created to, as a medium for the uh, presentation of the African American mm-hmm. uh uh our mission uh for this particular museum and by the way this is the uh a project, uh, the, uh sort of post retirement, uh, uh, cause I started off as a, uh, law enforcement officer, uh, in Santa, city of Santa Barbara Airport Police and, and, uh, and I'm retired from, uh, the, uh, California Department of Corrections and also, uh, um, United States Naval, uh, communication petty officer. And so I've always wanted to, uh, uh build a facilities uh which would re- represent uh all all the who are descendants of the uh, Afri- of African descent i should say mm. uh, yes and we started off uh, as a uh, in 2007 and, uh, and uh, remain to be a uh, a 501c uh c3 uh non-profit organization and we started it off uh, me and my uh former my my deceased wife so it's, uh, uh, Frances hudson uh, and who who passed uh after, after our marriage of forty two years and now I've got uh uh on my side and working with me uh the uh, Martha uh and Hudson, uh a beautiful wife uh, that's that that's uh, uh that took a hold of of of, of, of uh, this dream of mine, and she's by my side uh, uh, in everything we do, and mm. so, and I just want to just want to make sure that uh, others. Uh, uh, well, when we received this invitation uh, from the, uh, the Tulare Historical Museum, I I can I said okay, looking at the space allotted. I um uh, I said uh, because I'm an implant in the valley here. I wanted to include uh, members uh, and pioneers of uh, of uh, this uh, San Joaquin Valley, Uh, so I got a hold of quite a few people. uh, Mr. Buddy Jones, who's going to be at the uh, reception, Uh, he he uh, is an expert uh, uh, African. Uh, 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 in African drums, and also African tag, uh, slavery uh, mm. tag, uh, and artifacts, and also there would be book public. Uh, we have book on display. A uh, book uh, uh, th- that was uh, written by uh, a book that is called uh, the story of Adam Laurie Rankin. Uh, uh, th- it's all about the Underground Railroad conductor. Uh, uh, we also have uh artifacts such as uh, uh as warrior shields and spears and headgear from the Tulare uh, uh, museum uh staff uh and also uh commemorative stamps of, uh, of that, uh, Harriet uh, Tubman uh, mm. which is plate that is dedicated uh, uh by or donated by Lashawn. Ingram uh, uh so i wanted and also the uh friends of uh, Allen's word. uh uh the, the, i can't oh. i can't i can't uh, uh speak for them and their uh and but uh the, the person that was that has been instrumental is uh is uh, mrs emma emma williams and williams. Uh, i should say and williams and so a lot of I wanted to uh, finally, I just wanted to include uh, the people of this valley uh, who are considered the uh, pioneers and and because we're going to need them as you mm-hmm. know as a source of support when we uh, uh, open up our, our own facility, you know, our own uh, facility in somewhere either in Tulare or Visalia area.
0: So. I think Donette's going to snap you up,
2: you know. I, I know. Am. I'm listening to this <laughs> and pastor, I am getting super excited by everything <laughs> that you're talking about. We have to chat some more. I okay. I
0: love this and I love that you talk about the African American journey and um you know, my mom and I Nancy and I travel the country full time and go to as many national park units and state parks and parks, community parks, museums, uh, make sure Patty knows we go to museums and we've been to yours too. And we love your museum. And um, we, you know, we've been all, you know, everywhere. Don't ever look at the map of what I've been driving over the last few years. It's insane. But um, you know, cause most of my life, I was raised in uh, Kenya and South Africa. And so seeing some of the photos that Patty sent over, I was like, wow, I'm feeling at home here, you know, to see a Maasai warrior shield and and some of the artwork and um, even, you know, it, it just, that's the part that I think sometimes we're missing is the journey back into Africa, the continent itself, you know, the motherland and to really understand the different tribes uh, that make up that beautiful continent and you know, because when you think about slavery, when people came over, it was just like, here you are, you're shoved on a boat and now you're here and that you don't have it's it's a you know, we've done we've done shows on this on looking up African-American, uh, you know, the the tree, the family tree. It is so difficult to really go back and find that. So whatever you can identify with is so it's so crucial because You know, here, if if you're if you're, you know, uh, uh, Caucasian, you can sit down and go, oh, here's my tree. I go back to England, you know, or something like that. But when it comes to the African-American experience, maybe sometimes on the East Coast, we see a little bit more. But I think on the West Coast, we don't see as much as where we've traveled. Like in Louisiana, Cane River Creole National Historical Park, we met with a gentleman called Alvin Shields. And um he he was able to when they created the park and saved it as a National Park Service unit, um, he was able to through that help actually preserve his family's sharecropper home. And, you know, we met him and he was making plantation toys, and we've done a whole video on it and everything, and I'll send it to you, uh, Pastor uh you because I think Pastor Hudson you'll you'll really appreciate this. But he was making these what they call plantation toys, which are like wire, um little wire cars and little, you know, all, but they move, you know, and as kids, well, I was like, tell him, I was like, I grew up with that and, in Kenya as kids, you know, you know, I lived in out in, with two different tribes as a kid and um, out in the bush. And I'm like, well, that's the toys we played with. And then he was like, well, what tribes? And so we were trying to identify how he knew those, Where did these plantation toys come from? And was it, you know, significant for the entire continent or is it by particular tribe? So he's still trying really hard to find his heritage um, to connect all the dots, you know, as to who he is. So, um, Pastor Hudson, I think it's really important what you've done to show the actual, like I say, the motherland of of Africa, the continent to here, um, to the states, which is everyone's home now. But um, obviously not a easy, you know, this was not the, the joy ride to get here and not wanting to get here. But here we all are kind of thing. Um, that journey is so important and especially trying to figure out your family history, wouldn't you say?
4: Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Uh, one other thing I just like to uh, uh note, uh I, we have a mission and we have a vision as far as the church uh, as far as the uh museum is concerned. Our mission is to serve the community uh, uh by providing a forum for the promotion of human achievements and cultural enhancement program, also to exhibit exceptional representative arts, expositions, uh, like the the one that's on display at the Tulare Historical Museum. Also, our vision is uh, to be instrumental uh, in providing leadership uh, in the preservation, the interpretation, and conservation of the history and evolution of all people of African uh, descent. And uh, Just uh, a note, uh, uh, we have on display iron uh a set of iron uh uh I should say uh, cast iron mechanical banks uh and uh, which you were that which uh was uh some would say uh, it was a symbol of racism uh uh, uh this uh, the where where you put the the coin in the hand pull a lever the eyes roll back. They, with the they, their features are like uh, like animal animal features, like uh, gorillas, monst- monsters. Uh, I should say monkeys. And and uh, uh, this is on display uh, at the museum. And some people don't want to experience or uh, to be reminded of this bittersweet ex- uh, era but uh, this uh, i think the people those who see this these uh it, uh these the uh these artifacts one looks like uh aunt jemima, uh aunt jemima I see, uh, uh, and uh, also uh, some servant uh, it, uh, it, they don't wanna uh, experience this bittersweet experience, uh, 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 be reminded of this particular era But it did happen. I Mm. look at yeah at at, so my uh, my collection. uh, 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 We also have African masks, which tells the story in of itself. uh, Various types of masks itself. Uh, So this is uh, it's a history can be uh, uh, really nasty if we Mm -hmm. don't look look at it. Uh, It can be ugly. Uh, uh and we don't want to claim it but we have to let the people know uh, in order to quell uh the ignorance and uh the uh, 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 uh and the uh, it, well the, in order to quell uh the uh, the unknown the ignorance uh, uh uh we need to educate the people in other in other ways people mm-hmm. understand where they came from they know where they're going and and uh, this year's theme today, uh for this art exposition is uh, honoring the past, celebrating the present, inspiring mm. the future.
0: Mm. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I wanna to go to Patty. Patty, uh, how is the um, exhibit that you have up now um, with Pastor Hudson's uh, artifacts in there from his museum, how is that being accepted, um, or how are people responding to it? Because I know it's up there now. And how long does it go to, by the way, for people to know?
3: The exhibit does run through February 29th, and um, we have had so many people come in and look at the exhibit, and they're just amazed by the collection Mm -hmm. within itself, but also, like Pastor Hudson said, the history uh, that it shows, and education that it shows the people of the uh, of the uh, heritage of our African American uh, our schools come in. We can, uh, have all of our third grade classes from Tulare City Schools that come through the museum. And the children are just fascinated. They go in and they're, I can hear them from my office. They go, oh, oh. <laughs> they're just so excited about what they're seeing for the first time in their lives. And mm. so it's, uh, it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, exhibit. It, uh, it uh, needs to be seen by everybody. It just, it just encompasses so much history. It's just a lovely display. And how do you feel on the museum side about working with another museum?
0: Isn't it powered together, right, oh, uh,
3: to work together oh, and collaborate? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, collaborating uh, with other museums is really number one thing that we need to do more of. Um, and I think all museums are like that, you know, sharing our exhibits, sharing our history, sharing um, all that we have with other areas within the state of California and beyond, uh, right now I'm working with the Smithsonian trying to get an exhibit in from them even. So it Ooh. reaches even clear across the country. So, you know, um, again, it's, it's history. And, and as Pastor Hudson said, we have to, whether it's good or bad, in the eyes of the person that's looking at it, we need to keep our history and we need to learn from it. Mm-hmm. We learn from our past. We don't repeat the ugliness. We only repeat the goodness. Mm, I agree. And I want to go back to Cynthia
0: over in Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks. Um, you know, when we look at things like, you know, the story of, of Charles Young, um, you know, he's a general and it's a general's highway, not just because of Grant and Sherman, but also, I believe, because of uh, Charles Young. You know, he he's a he's a general, too. Um, well, Colonel and then Brigadier General. Right. Um, but this is part of why our park service be it state a state park like allensworth be the national park service the interpretation is so crucial and we always tell people it's like when you go to the national park service this is like this is the documentation of the truth it's not biased right
1: that's right yes no our interpretive staff take out use you know make sure they put a lot of thought and energy behind all of the research that they do so that they're telling and they go through, we have our park archives. We, you know, have a lot of information on our website. It's just a really well referenced, you know, in stories and information that's being shared uh, by our park rangers to the public. And it's a really important, you know, they take that job very seriously. It's up to them, You know, a visitor may only see one park ranger or a handful of park rangers in their visit here. And so they really need to be thoughtful about what it is that they're sharing with the public during that, those small interactions with the public. And what are we highlighting as our top stories for these parks? And Charles Young and Buffalo Soldiers and that story really has risen to one of, you know, our key stories that we want to make sure people are aware of. And it's an important part of our history and I was reading something earlier that was talking about, you know, we have a lot of documented dates over time, right? We have the record heats of the 90s, we have the, which may have now been surpassed since then, but winter storms or record, you know, all of these events through history that are, you know, documented. But somehow this one summer in 1903 with one cavalry, one Buffalo Soldiers cavalry was, you know, it's being attributed to the leadership of one man. Whereas mm. these all these other events are, you know, times and you don't have a name associated with them. Whereas 1903, Charles mm. Young, his Buffalo Soldiers, such an important key piece of information and in history for these parks. And, you know, the, the work that they accomplished to really open up the national parks to the public. It's such a, it's a, it's a big, big story to tell.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and that, you know, that's what I would go back to the commerce side. I mean, we've got Donette Silver Carter here, Larry Chamber of Commerce. That's about commerce, right? Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about, you know, the effect of the ripple effect of Charles Young, that helps all the communities, the gateway communities. His work has helped for like how many years? I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> you think about how many years that park being open to people mm-hmm. has helped all the gateway communities in commerce in some way because you know people stop and have a good time in Tulare County as well as go to the parks, so you know you've got to you know that's the power of one person it's about our choice of what we do you know, and um I love that's what I love the focus of the museum right now too uh what you're doing in Tulare historical museum um but Donette. Don't you think that's something that's important? It's important for visitors to be able to know the history of the area when they come, right, for you as as a community, Donette?
2: Oh, absolutely. And I know that when I travel, I always like to learn the history of the communities that I'm visiting. And sometimes you learn so much more than you actually expected. I think we <laughs> often take for granted even our own community. I think that Our own residents going out and looking at the various different museums and sites of interest is very important to us, too. We sometimes take for granted that which is in our backyard. But most particularly, those people who are traveling into our communities, I always urge you that whenever you're traveling, go and check out a local museum. Find out Mm -hmm. something about the community that you're visiting. There's Mm -hmm. always something for each of us to learn, and the history uh, is important, not just um, from that community's perspective, but just from America's perspective. You know, what we look at and what makes up our country, the various different communities, you know, across the nation. Yeah, the people, you know, Mm -hmm. what they have to offer, how they have helped to carve out the communities. Mm -hmm. And again, we have so many different cultures that exist within Tulare County. I just think people would be amazed when they come here uh, to take a look at what we have to offer and the type of history. It's a great history lesson for your kids too. Mm -hmm. I really should bring that up that you bring your children um, into the various different sites like Allensworth, like the museums and every single community has a museum here and some have more than one. And some museums are specifically focused on, you know, various different kinds of, you know, areas. Maybe it's an ethnic area or maybe it's a veterans uh, focused museum. So there is just a lot to learn uh, when you Mm -hmm. come into our area and I really encourage people, when you come to visit Tulare County, we definitely want to get up and we want to see the Sequoias, whether it's Sequoia National Park or uh, Sequoia National Forest. Forest and the giant yeah. Sequoia National Monument, of course. And yes. you also have so many other amenities to take in within our community between the restaurants we've been chatting about, the unique shopping opportunities, other entertainment and lots of kids entertainment, too. Some focused kinds of programs like Adventures Learning Center, where you can take your children and they can learn about ag. There's some hands-on interactive activities there. Uh, they can also go to Imagine You and have some fun while also learning as well. Because mm-hmm. Imagine You is not just about a kids museum and having fun. It's about actual learning about the region. And I think that we learn alongside our children when we take them there, too. So Mm -hmm. definitely, you know, come to Tulare County and explore everything that we have to offer. It's such a great region.
0: I love that you talk about the museums. I think they're so important. Um, and, and every National Park Visitor Center is like a museum. And every time you go in, you're mm-hmm. going to learn another story, another – you're going to learn about an artifact, which is going to connect back to the people. It's always about the people. History, yes, we have dates and all that good stuff, but it's about the stories of the people. That it really – that's what hits home, you know. And when you go to a museum, I think, Patty, isn't it true that – you guys are always changing out exhibits so that there's something new to see. Um, if you've gone through everything, you know, detail by detail as a visitor, right. Um, you you want to see something new too. So museums like
3: yours, uh, you know, do change out exhibits and have
0: events too.
3: Yes. We change out uh, monthly. I have something new here every single month. Uh, wow. So if you were here at the museum last month, you're going to see something new this month, whether it be a art exhibit um or a historical uh, piece that has come into the museum recently. Uh, those are you'll see something new every time. Uh, we're just redoing a lot of our exhibits that have been here uh, since we opened in 1985. And uh, hmm. our you our cut Indian exhibit has been refurbished. We've also uh, added a dress uh, 1900s dress shop. We try to give a uh, a tour of the past. And so children and families can see actually how people lived in the late 1800s, early 1900s. So we have a bedroom scene, we have a school scene, we have a uh, what a family parlor or living room uh, that we call it nowadays uh, looks like. We've added a dress mm. shop, we've got an bar- old-fashioned uh, barber shop and dentist uh, area, and then it goes into our newest exhibit, which we are. Uh, just going to finish up this coming week, and that is our new Hands-On History Learning Center. And that's where children can actually pump an old iron pump to get the feeling of how it is to, uh, back in those days, to pump water out of the ground because they just couldn't turn on a faucet at home. Uh, So a lot of new things going on every single day, um, but especially every month we try to bring in a new exhibit. I love that
0: and I'll go play with the water pump but I ain't going to the old dentist thing. Uh-uh. Heck no. Those old no and I see those old dentist equip that uh-uh I'm out. I'm running. Uh-uh. I'm running for the hills. You you take the dentist far away from me. Anything with a white coat. No. No, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but oh, it's thank true. They've
3: been they've improved those things. <laughs> I
0: know, but that's the the beauty of showing kids things yeah. and actually realizing what people have gone through. I mean, it's like you know now we can say, wow, we've done so much in medicine. You know, so I, I appreciate you all joining us here on this special show today. And We got to do more of this. Um, you know, just that's the thing about you know Tulare County being so multicultural, so many people being in agriculture and farming and obviously in the national parks, like we were talking about too. Um, it, is, it is just so fascinating. And of course, you know, then there's more cultures. There's so much good food. Um, but even one time we need to talk about even the Hmong people that live there. Um, that is a very uh, special group of people that really don't have their old home anymore other than mm-hmm. where they're now. Right. So um, there's just, it, Dig into the history of the places you go so you have that appreciation and stories that will inspire, you know.
2: There's so much, you know, here. And I I would love to, Lisa, as we're talking about that, um, to really explore the Native American culture here in our region as well. And, you know, we we could add on, we could go on and on about the different types of cultural experiences uh, that (laughs) a person can find in this area. You know, I want to go to a Portuguese festa now. Come on, you know. (laughs) I know. We need to bring you here for one of those in the spring, late spring and and check that out. Um, You know, we have, again, we have so many different things to explore in this region. It's always something new and exciting Mm. that you can learn.
0: And I think, you know, you are, you know, kind of part of the Delta, the California Delta region too, which gets, you know, different cultures around the world that resonates with. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? If anything from Asia to Africa, um, it really does resonate. The wetlands are Mm -hmm. where things grow and thrive for food. And that's something that, you know, in our it's part of our DNA and history to to be part of that. And, you know, growing things is part of history and it's part of the that is, you know, they say archaeology and uh, civilization came when we started farming, you know, so. There it is. <laughs> That's what makes mm-hmm. sense to me about Tulare County. I, I want to thank you, both Pastor Albert Hudson and Martha, for joining us. Thank you.
4: Yes, thank you. And uh, I'd just like to in- uh, invite uh, uh all who are listening and pass the word uh, on our reception on February first, uh, uh, from five to seven p.m. We, as one of our special uh, inspirational speaker, we will uh, 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 be uh, uh, entreated by Dr. Crystal Jackson, who is the uh, uh, NAACP uh, president uh, uh, and uh, located at and Hanford and and Kings County uh well, she represents that entire area we also will have uh a uh, brief history uh uh and uh, as uh, presented by uh, uh uh history of the native american indian a good friend of mine's uh, uh, uh Mr. Leland uh, Castro and we have quite a few others, so I invite others to uh, uh, come and visit us and and be a part of the festivity at our reception on February first uh, uh, between five uh, uh, well during the hours of uh, five p.m. and seven p.m. Mm-hmm. and and we just and we just en- we just enjoy and we appreciate this, this invitation. Uh, uh, as was uh, uh, given to us uh, for yes. uh, uh, by the museum here, so we just we're part of. The, we want to be letting you know that we are we are proud to be a part of this valley. Amen. Okay? thank you.
0: Thank you both for joining us and and for being part of the museum too, Patty. Thank you so much for joining us and and for what you're doing with Pastor Hudson and Martha. I think this is a wonderful collaboration.
3: Oh, it certainly is, and we again, we invite everybody. We are open Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays from 10 to 4, and uh, our first Saturday of every month, it's uh, admission is free, so uh, we invite families and everyone that's listening to come on down and uh, definitely come out to our reception on the 1st. I think you'll be pleasantly pleased with the wonderful program that uh, uh, Pastor Hudson has uh, prepared for us here.
0: Awesome, awesome! Thank you so much, Cynthia. It is always good to have you on the show representing Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks.
1: So happy to be here. Thanks for having us again, Lisa.
0: Hey, we got to do Priscilla through uh, for next month. I'm telling you, we got we got we got Women's History coming up next too, Donette, It's never ending.
2: We should just I do a know and that's okay, Lisa. So we, we, appreci- <laughs> we appreciate we uh, appreciate Big Blend and all you do to help um, spread the good about communities issues and all types of other information uh, nationwide and and beyond. Uh, It's a great programming um, that, you know, is such a learning opportunity and also always inspires us to travel where we have not Mm -hmm. been before.
0: Yep. Travel's Mm -hmm. all about that, man. It does. Mm -hmm. Travel connects you with people from the, you know, the present moment and the past. And, you know, if you're Richard Branson or Elon Musk, you might go to the future. Who knows? (laughs) Just kidding. But everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, listeners. As always, we appreciate you. Hope you all go to Tulare County. And if you are listening from Tulare County, uh, I hope you go to the museum and the parks and uh, connect with this history that we've been talking about today. Of course, all the links are in the show notes that I was talking about at nps.gov forward slash for Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks Tulare Historical Museum.org for the museum in Tulare and also tularechamber.org and the main website that connects you to everybody uh, all the parks the forests, the towns uh, go to discoverthesequoias.com we are here every first Thursday talking about Tulare County, thank you all so much have fun thank you thank you for joining us here on Big Blend Radio's California Sequoia Country Show New episodes air every first Thursday at four PM Pacific Time. You can keep up with the show at BigBlendRadio.com, but also plan your Tulare County escape. Go to DiscoverTheSequoias.com.